Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are listening to this. Welcome to this week's episode of The Courtship Code, brought to you by Black Muslim Single Society and hosted by me, Zara J. I'm so happy and so eager to be back with you guys. I apologize. I know that we took a break, but sometimes self-care is important too. But you guys had Ramadan, so I know you were distracted. We had our last podcast right before Ramadan. So we're back to it. In the future, inshallah, we'll make sure to do some replay episodes or some re- reviving some older content to make sure that you guys have something to listen to and keep you in the know. But I am thrilled to be back recording, back here with you guys on the Courtship Code podcast. So much information to share, so many changes, so much to look forward to in the future. So I am excited. So thank you guys for your patience. Thank you for all the feedback. We've been getting tons of feedback as far as content you guys want to hear, events that you guys want to attend, and questions that you guys have sent in as well. So we definitely appreciate that. If you haven't already put your profile in, make sure that we have your profile in our network database. You can do that by going to blackmuslimsinglesociety.com. Make sure you're following us on Instagram or Facebook at Black Muslim Single Society as usual. And of course, if you are enjoying this podcast, share, share, share with friends and family. Make sure that you like and subscribe and always feel free to shoot us a comment, email, a DM, a message, whatever. Let us know how you feel. Let us know your thoughts. We love to engage with you guys. So we welcome it. Don't shy away. So one thing that I wanted to share with you guys and let you guys know is that I will be um, one of the guest panelists at the Riata this year in Atlanta, Georgia, the weekend of April 26th. So, you know, I'm always encouraging you guys travel, come out. You know, these are opportunities to meet other people. Get off your behinds, <laughs> you know, come out and take the opportunity to to just be in the presence, be in the space of other Muslims and inshallah, you'll be able to make some new connections, but I'll be participating in some panels there. And I'm love for you guys to come out. We'd love to meet you guys um, face to face and speak with you about anything you would like to talk about. So I'm looking forward to that. You can get tickets to it at the riata.org. That's R-I-Y-A-A-D-A-H.org. Tickets are on sale for the Riata right now. Of course, you know, get your travel plans together, get your travel buddies, road trip, plane, train, however you choose to get there. But I look forward to being a part of the Riata this year. And inshallah, you guys will be a part of it as well. Now, the next thing I wanted to share with you guys is that we're also rolling out our ambassador program this week. So if you're not subscribed to our email list, make sure that you're subscribed to the email list. I know many of you might follow us on social media um, and aren't a part of the actual email list, like you haven't subscribed to the mailing list, the newsletter list on our website, make sure that you go to our website, blackmuslimsinglesociety.com, and that you subscribe to our mailing list, any of the email slots on the website, so that you may be able to get announcements because there's certain things that are shared that we don't share on a podcast, we don't share on social media, and that you'll be able to get that information only by subscribing to our email list. So subscribe to our email list because we're going to be announcing the ambassador program right now, which is a way that you can make money. Yes, you. You can make money for referring people to enroll their profiles in the network. So if you want to 
make a couple extra dollars every month, easy way for you to do so um, just by helping to spread the word, encourage other people to enroll their profile and encouraging people to pursue marriage. So it's a great way to work together as a tribe. You know, I always say your tribe determines your vibe. So inshallah, the tribe will have Black Muslim Single Society back and continue to spread awareness, continue to encourage people to move forward with the marriage process. So look out for that email this week. Um, I'm not sure if you'll be getting it today or tomorrow, but sometime this week, that email should um, be sent out to you. So look forward to that and enroll, enroll, enroll in the ambassador program if you're interested. Now, something that I have also um, decided to launch is Q&As for the Courtship Code podcast. You guys send in questions. Sometimes you send DMs or email them in and the information that is provided to you to answer your questions, I just believe can always be useful to everyone. You know, we get so many listeners, alhamdulillah, thankful for that. So many people that listen to the podcast from all over the world, men and women. And a lot of the information can be shared or should be shared with others as well. Because if you have a question, you have a concern, you're going through something more than likely, someone else is going through that same exact thing. Someone else has that same exact question as well. So that's why your tribe determines your vibe. It is so important for us to share and to act as a tribe, as a community, so that we are helping each other and leaning on each other. So if you have a question that you would like me to answer or to share, or if you have a courtship story, I would love to hear your courtship stories, whether they're good or bad, funny stories, anything that you would like to share. Not anything too, too, nothing too ratchet. We're, We're not doing that on this show, but if you have just some questions or some concerns or something you would like to share or just some reflections or if you, you want to let us know how Courtship Code, how this podcast has helped you. We've gotten some amazing feedback from people about how just listening to the podcast. We've gotten a lot of great feedback from men, actually, which is always like surprising and delightful when men, you know, let us know like, hey, you know, this has really changed my perspective. This has really made me think on some things. So just blessings. Just thank you so much for that support. But feel free to shoot a DM, send an email, you know, hit us in the inbox and let us know if there's anything that you would like to share or any questions that you have and we will address them. And you don't have to share your name. It would be great for you to share your name and your age and location. But if you want to remain slightly anonymous, that's okay too. Um, At least just provide us with your location and your age so that um, you can give us a fake name if you want, as long as you know that we're talking to you. I'm fine with that, but (laughs) make sure that you, um, just send us that information and we'll address it. So we got a question for you guys. We had a question. I thought this was an excellent question. So I wanted to address it on air. I have it from a brother who lives in Colorado. He sent in this question via email, um, for black Muslim single society answer. So here it is. He says, it's very challenging meeting Muslim sisters in person. I am a respectful man as mama tried to raise a gentleman. I don't know who is married and who isn't. Sometimes sisters wear rings and sometimes they don't. How can a brother be respectful and meet a potential suitor in person? Okay, thank you so much for sending in that question. I thought it was an excellent question. And I thought that you pointed out something that's not always mentioned. A lot of times... 
I'll hear women mention that a lot of Muslim men don't wear wedding rings, especially if they're in polygyny. That's the key for you guys. <laughs> a lot of times if they're in polygyny, they don't wear rings. So usually if they don't wear a ring, they're either single or in polygyny. So it's a kind of shot in the dark with that. But, um, but that's also true. A lot of Muslim women also don't wear rings. That's absolutely true for various reasons. It could be because she just doesn't like to wear a ring. It could be she didn't want a ring for her dowry. could be she asked for a ring and never got it. It could be a ton of different reasons. But it is a valid question because a lot of Muslim women don't wear rings. So how do you approach that situation in person and feel comfortable approaching a sister in person that you find attractive or you see someone that's interesting if you're not quite sure if they're married or not? Okay, so here's a couple of things, a couple of ways to tackle this issue. First, I want you to kind of just get over your fear and understand that you're always going to be shooting in the dark and that there's no there's no guarantee when it comes to anyone showing interest in you or someone being available for marriage. I find it interesting and I find it also um, a little frustrating that in the Muslim community, there's a lot of entitlement when it comes to the marriage process. And by entitlement, I mean people take it extremely personal if someone's not interested or someone's not available. Now, there is a risk, of course. There's always a risk when you approach someone and you get rejected. Everyone struggles with fear of rejection, whether it's men or women. And honestly, I think women struggle with the fear of rejection more than men do because men typically have to deal with it earlier in life. They are able to learn probably in their teenage years or whenever they start showing interest in women or girls um, and start approaching women or girls. And um, they learn to start navigating rejection and how to handle it and develop a tougher skin with it very early on. Women often don't have to deal with rejection. And when women get rejected, they take it extremely personally when you should never take anything personal because nothing's ever really about you. It's always about the other person. But you're going to have to get over that fear of rejection. Now, that being said, I personally think that there is a problem in the Muslim community when it comes to sisters being approached and how they respond to that. Because it can cause community gossip. It can cause, if she is married, she might run back to her husband and say, you know, this brother is trying. You don't do that. And if you're married and you listen to the pack, don't do that. That's just messy. It's messy. It, it shows something very negative about your character that you would put that brother in a compromising position like that when he's just trying to do the right thing. Don't, don't do that. That's just, that's just messy. But there's always that risk. And because the Muslim community is so closely knit, um, it can be a little uncomfortable. You don't want to approach someone and then you find out they're married. And then there is that risk that they tell their wife or tell someone else. And now you're uncomfortable. But honestly, you just have to get over that. And sisters, if you want to get married or you're looking to get married, 
You can't have a negative opinion or a discomfort around a man approaching you in person. And because there's that hit or miss, you don't know if this sister's going to be okay with being approached or she, or she's going to be offended if you approach her. I totally empathize and understand how brothers feel. So sisters, you have to get on code. You have to get on code. You have to make the decision. Okay. <laughs> Collective, my sisters, we're going to allow ourselves to be approachable. We're going to say that it's okay for brothers to approach us and not be offended by that because their goal is to do something that is pleasing to a law, which is marriage. And that's your goal as well. So there's no reason to be offended by that. If you want them to talk to your wali or you want to give them your business card or, you know, your phone, however you want to go about it, then you just carry out your process according to the process. But all these mixed signals makes it a hardship on brothers to get married and for them to approach you. And if you're making it hard for them to approach you, you're making it hard on yourself as well. So that's the first thing, you know, I kind of went on a tangent, but that's the first thing is to go ahead and get over that fear. You know, if you were approaching someone outside of the Muslim community, you wouldn't have that fear of rejection. People approach married men and women and get rejected all the time. And nine times out of 10, they have a ring on. But even if they don't, people approach people who are in relationships unknowingly all the time. It happens all the time. So don't lose some of that common sense just because you're dealing with Muslims. Don't lose some of that masculinity and some of that courage just because you're dealing with Muslims. I think it's important to remember that Islam softens the heart, but it's supposed to make us strong. So don't don't leave that behind. So it's okay. If you approach her, she's married, then just simply say, okay, you know, my apologies. But if you know a sister who is looking, if you, you know, find, if you know someone else, just keep me in mind. I mean, it's as simple as that. Look, run that game. You got it. You got this. I trust you. <laughs> okay. The next thing I would say is if it's a situation where it's not a one-off, meaning it's not a, maybe a conference that you've traveled to, or it's not an event where you may never see this person. If it's, if it's a one shot, one off, and it's the opportunity, you might never run into this person again, then go, just go straight for the jugular, take the risk. And once it's over, it's over. Once you're on the other side of that, it's, it's, you'll be okay. Now, if this is a situation where this is someone that's in your community that you see often, or, um, that you see out and about a lot, then, a wingman is always great. Using a friend or a family member, asking someone else like, hey, do you know who that person is? Or can you introduce me to this person? Or can you let this person know that I'm interested? Using a third party, which is the Sunnah, using a third party, you know, for our affairs is always a great thing to do. So that takes the pressure off of you. It takes some of the attention off of you and allows you to still be a part of the process without being fully forthright. Now, for some women, they like to just be approached. They don't really like the third party thing. Um, again, make it easy on brothers. So I would say, um, if you are interested in somebody and if you can allow someone else to gather some information so that you feel comfortable, step into them, then 
do it that way. So I hope that I answered your question and I hope that you benefited from those two tips and that you're able to use those to move forward in your marriage process, inshallah. And if you guys have any more questions or need any more advice, feel free to email us at contact at blackmuslimsinglesociety.com or shoot us a message in our DM or inbox and we'll be sure to answer that for you. All right, so what are we talking about this episode? I wanted to take a break from the masculine femininity um, series that we've been going through this this season, season two of The Courtship Code. And I wanted to talk to you guys about effort, 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 effort. Now, effort is a topic that constantly comes up, whether it's coming up in our matchmate upgrade coaching sessions, which you can go ahead and book those by watching the seven day match challenge webinar, free webinar. If you haven't seen that in your uh, DM, make sure that you go to our social media pages because they, they are, it is, sorry, they are, it is listed on there. You can um, go ahead, subscribe, enter your email, watch that webinar, participate in the seven day matchmate challenge. But anyway, so whether it's the matchmate challenge upgrade sessions, whether it's in our 30 minute profile interviews, whether it's in our coaching sessions, it doesn't matter. Even if it just has to come down to emails or people asking us questions, a common theme for unmarried Muslim men and women is effort struggling with making the effort. Now, I totally get it because the majority of those who participate in Black Muslim Single Society range from about ages 25 to 55 on average. We do have members up to about 65, 70, but, um, and we have members younger than 25, of course. So, I mean, it's the Muslim community. We're dealing with a whole plethora of people. But when it comes to making effort this is something i know that some people are really good at and others aren't so i'm going to share with you three areas that i see people struggling with when it comes to making effort whether it's with uh their enrollment or membership with black muslim single society or with if it just has to do with the effort when it comes to just moving forward and meeting people in the muslim community Effort is really important. I mean, come on, guys. What do you really think you're going to get if you're not putting in effort? Like, let's be serious. How much? I I, I get it, okay? You might want that man or woman to just fall from the sky, just show up at your house with the a gift and just like, hey, I'm here, honey. Marry me. I get it, you know, in an ideal world. But everyone else in the world if they want to get married, if they want to find a husband, a wife, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a whatever, right? They are putting in some effort. So they're going to make sure that they are doing certain things to not only make sure that they're meeting people that they desire, but also that they are desirable. So here's the first area I see that people are struggling with, with creating I'm sorry, not creating, but making effort when it comes to the marriage process. So with Black Muslim Single Society, 
everyone knows that we have private profiles. So when you enroll in a membership, you do your 30 minute interview, you submit your photos, you get your personalized uh, profile. Now, whether it's a profile with Black Muslim Single Society, it could be one of those other matrimonial sites. It could be, I don't know, your social media, right? Your photos matter. Your photos matter. I cannot emphasize this enough. You are sending a message out to the world, how you dress, how you look, how you carry yourself. Even the resolution of the photos, if you're sending a low resolution photo or a photo with bad lighting, I mean, you know the difference between good quality and not. So whether you're representing yourself on your social media, on a matrimonial site, on a Black Muslim Single Society in your profile, you are sending a message to the as a, that this is the the value of that product. Now, does that tell the whole story? No, but a picture is worth a thousand words. So someone is going to look at you and make a very quick decision about you. They say in person that we have about 30 seconds to make a first impression. And within the first 30 seconds of meeting someone, whether it's how you, uh, how you look plays a major part of it, but also how you talk and you know, your conversation that plays a role as well, but your image, how someone sees you, how you're dressed, how you smell, all that. Someone makes a very quick decision about you within 30 seconds. They're already downloading information about their thoughts and how they feel and how they want to treat you. The difference though, that 30 seconds is reduced by 25 seconds when you're talking about online. Experts say, that a person makes a, a decision about you within five seconds of seeing your image online. So like I said, whether it's a pro- profile with Black Muslim Single Society, a matrimonial site, or social media, someone looks at you and they're making a very quick decision about how they feel about you. So if you don't like what you're attracting or you want to attract something better, or you know that you just don't put in the effort when it comes to your image or your photos, I would highly suggest to take it more seriously. Take it more seriously. It's important. Now, if you are a member of Black Muslim Single Society, it's definitely important. Make sure that you have photos that are good quality. Make sure that you're dressed nice. I want to be able to smell you through the photo. I want to be like, ooh, they look like they smell good. I want want that type of effect. We want to see a smile. We want to see that you look clean and polished. It's important. You are making a good first impression. We don't want all the selfies and, you know, it's, it's, those are fine. Those are fine if they're quality ones, but it doesn't necessarily give us a good idea of you. So we want a good picture of you, get to see what you look like, see your style, see some flavor. You know, if you have something exciting, like you're on a trip or on a boat or anything. I mean, we want to get a sense of who you are. Your pictures are worth a thousand words. So like I said, even if it's social media, your social media page, how you're presenting yourself to the world, keep that in mind. Just make sure that you're keeping in mind. Am I sending myself out to the world as a quality product, right? This is part of your brand, right? This is part of your relationship brand. So I want you to keep that in mind. You know, they say you don't judge a book by a cover. That is a lie. We absolutely judge books by their cover. It might be an amazing book, but if that cover is whack, we are not going to be like, eh, I'll see. But if you see a book with a good cover, it might be a horrible story on the inside, but you're at least going to give it a couple chapters to make sure that something that's worth reading. So 
the cover counts, right? The cover and the copy. I'm an author. I can tell you the cover and the copy is what makes the book sell. The cover is your image and the copy is how you're able to represent yourself and articulate yourself. So the cover and the copy counts. So that's my first tip when it comes to putting in effort. The next thing is making sure that you are showing up in rooms where you want to be. Showing up in rooms where you want to be. That means that if you know that you need to network more, you need to be around certain people, you want to move and shake around certain crowds, and you need to show up where you want to be. You need to start living in that state and making sure that you are positioning self, positioning yourself for the type of partner that you want to attract. So if you're only showing up in your bedroom, if you're only showing up at the grocery store, if you're only showing up at work and you're not putting yourself in rooms that allow you to get exposure to other Muslims, that allows you to network and meet people who are like-minded or marriage-minded, if you're not showing up to the places that will position you for what you desire, I'm sorry, my brother, I'm sorry, my sister, but you're not putting in the effort that you should be. So you want to make sure that you are doing that and that you're putting in the effort um, when it comes to showing up where you need to be. Okay, guys. So the last thing I want you to keep in mind when it comes to effort is allowing yourself to go through the process allowing yourself to go through the process what does that mean you're going to stumble you're going to fall your heart's going to hurt your your heart's going to smile if you talk to anyone who's married nine times out of ten they did not just meet and court that one person and never had to go through the process at all most people are going to have to kiss several frogs before they meet their prince or their princess whether you like it or not that's what it is and that's not about oh you're making all these mistakes or you're doing all this wrong. I don't want you to think of it like that. I want you to understand that Allah has a plan and a purpose for you. And you have to go through certain things in order to get on that other side so that you are prepared for what it is that you are going to receive in a partner. And the only way that you're going to do that, you have to be able to take action. Patience is what we do while we wait. Right. So by taking action, by putting in the effort and allowing yourself to go through the process, go through the ups, go through the downs, go through the trials, go through the errors. You're going to have to go through it because there are certain things that you're going to have to learn, especially if you've been married before. A lot of people that we work with Black Muslim Single Society, actually, they've never been married before. We actually get a lot of people who haven't been married before but we also get that section that has been married before and they're divorced and they're trying it again and I really want you to keep in mind that if you've had any prior relationship there's something that you need to learn focus on the lesson but you got to put in the effort in order to receive that message so don't shy away from it right don't shy away from oh I don't want to put myself out there. I don't want to go through this. I don't want to go through that. It's not always going to be easy. It's not always going to be easy, right? Just keep your integrity, right? Have in mind what your courtship code is, 
Know how you want to operate. Know what your values are. And hold tight to that. But what's for you is for you, right? And you're going to have to go through those lessons that are for you. You're going to have to do that to get to the other side of it. But don't shy away from it. Because on the other side of that is growth. On the other side of that is confidence. On the other side of that is you knowing better and doing better. And you might have to go through that. So that's it, guys, for this week's episode of The Courtship Code. Oh, I want to share with you. I am excited to let you guys know we are going to have some awesome interviews coming up with some people that are going to have some great information to share, some good things to talk about for the Courtship Code podcast in the next couple of months. So I want you guys to look forward to that. So again, make sure that you are subscribed, whether you're listening on iTunes or Google Podcasts, you're listening on the Anchor app, YouTube, wherever you're listening, make sure that you guys are subscribed. If you haven't already put your profile into the uh, match database, go to our website, blackmuslimsinglesociety.com. Again, if you have any questions, any advice, anything you want to talk about, go ahead and shoot us an email. We love to hear from you. And I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. Assalamu alaikum.